0: Welcome to 104 Days, a Phineas and Ferb companion podcast.
1: Hi, I'm Callie.
0: And I'm her dad.
1: And this is episode 5, The Magnificent Few.
0: This is the one where they go herding cattle. They don't actually build anything in this episode. Uh-uh. But uh, Dr. Doofenshmirtz does. But it's not an innator. Uh-uh. is it, instead?
1: It's a termite-controlling helmet.
0: Yes. And... When we look at the formula for this episode, there are eight of the 10 elements. So even though I feel like each of those 10 elements was in every single episode, we're five episodes in, or five stories in, half episodes, whatever you want to call it, and we still have not gotten the exact full formula. And we missed, in this one, I know what we're going to do today, and oh, there you are, Perry. Although we did get to hear a second jingle, Doof and Schmerz aluminum siding. So this title of this episode, "The Magnificent Few," as with many episodes, it was it's a, a takeoff of something. It's a reference to something. There are. Do you know what it's called, Callie? When they make a they have an episode title. And then it actually is referring to some other work, like maybe another book or a movie or something else. You know what Inspiring? that's called? Okay. The actual term I was going for is literary illusion.
1: How would I know that?
0: <laughs> it's, it's a fair question. I guess I didn't learn it until I was in high school. But uh, there was a, uh, I don't know, a Western? Was it a Western? Was it? I feel like it was maybe a Japanese movie, The Magnificent Seven. So this is where I demonstrate that I've heard of something, but I'm not actually going to take the time to look it up and get all the details right. (laughs) So if you want to investigate that, then go look for the Magnificent Seven. We also noticed this the first time that we had a little bit of elevator music in the mall when the cows are eating lunch. If you listen very carefully, you could hear a song in the background that actually hasn't been introduced yet in the series. Do you know what this, did you hear the song, Callie? No. It was I'm Lindana and I wanna have fun.
1: Well you just spoiled it. Spoiler. Yeah.
0: Something to look forward to in a few episodes. I'm sure everybody who's listening to this has already already seen the show. Uh what else was what else was a big first in this one, Callie?
1: Um Vanessa.
0: Hmm. Who's Vanessa?
1: I thought her name was Melissa for a second. I also asked, Dad, if you could, if you were the one in charge to name Vanessa or Doofenshmirtz's daughter, what would you name her?
0: I didn't really understand the question. <laughs> what was the question? What's, what's your question again?
1: <laughs> if you were in charge of naming Doofenshmirtz's daughter...
0: So you're saying if I saw this character... Yes. The artwork for her... Yes. And I had to come up with a name for her... Yes. What would I name her? Yes. Uh, and I, I, th- I said Ashley of course they would never have picked Ashley because Ashley is the name of the actress that does the voice for Candace but that's oh. the first name I thought of what did you think of?
1: I thought of Melissa or Sarah Sarah.
0: well they went with Vanessa and this is the first time we see Dr. Doofenshmirtz's daughter Vanessa and the, the reveal on her being his daughter well I don't want to spoil my favorite moments of the episode is it time for that?
1: Um, sure.
0: I think so. We have time for our favorite moments of the episode. Callie, what is your number three?
1: My number three is when Vanessa said, whatever, and yeah. put on her headphones, like, dramatically, basically. Yeah.
0: yeah, she didn't care. My number three is when Phineas and Ferb and Isabella all go to get on horses, and Isabella looks to find her horse, and and it's... It's this like super cute, cartoony, unrealistic horse with like a blonde mane. And (laughs) there's like this, this, I don't know. It's like a, it was like a My Little Pony is what it reminded me of.
1: Oh, when Vanessa said whatever, I, it's basically like she was saying, oh yeah, there's this, this platypus standing on two feet and just came into my dad's evil thingy, I don't know what it's, what you call it.
0: It's a lair. Yeah. It's hideout.
1: Yeah. And you're just gonna be like, puts on headphones. I just thought that was funny.
0: What's your second one, Callie?
1: Um when I thought Candace when she said and she ran in and she was like, Oh no you didn't and I was like, Oh yes I did and then when Perry went into the la- his lair and Major Monogram basically kind of repeated the same thing. I thought that um, Candace and Monogram were basic—that was basically the same story. But yeah, no. I don't think it is. Well, see,
0: I was I was thinking it was they both had a similar experience, and they were both telling it the same way. But do you think they might have actually been talking about each other? Yeah. Maybe I think it's possible.
1: It's basically kind of like the same thing situation.
0: Gotcha. Well, I'm actually going to skip ahead to my number one. And it's the part where uh, Isabella talks about getting her milking badge or whatever. She goes, you squeeze and pull, and squeeze and pull, and squeeze and pull, and squeeze and pull.
1: <laughs> That's simple.
0: Seems mildly inappropriate. Uh, what is your number one, Callie?
1: My number one was like when do, when Perry got out of his trap and... And if she was like, no, don't touch that button. No, not that button. Yeah, that button. Don't touch it. And <laughs> like, oh, don't touch that one. That will um self-destruct.
0: And that goes along with uh, my second, my number two, which is at the toward the end of that sequence where Vanessa says, this is the worst bring your daughter to work day ever. <laughs> and really... I could have picked all of mine and a half half a dozen more just out of that sequence. That might have been the best part of the episode. From the 8-minute, 10-second mark through to the 9-minute, like, 13-second mark, that minute where Perry gets out and then all the interaction with Doofenshmirtz and how everything goes wrong for him and the whole place. I mean, that whole thing was just I kind
1: of felt down... I kind of felt bad when Doofenshmirtz was getting chased by the termites because he he was calling out for help, and I felt kind of bad.
0: Well, he brought it on himself. (gasps) I did want to point out something else, and Callie, you won't get this reference, but there was a cartoon that was really popular back in the 80s and 90s called The Far Side.
1: Oh, yeah, I won't get this.
0: And it wasn't a cartoon, it was a comic strip. And... I was reminded strongly of the far side and I never picked this up before, but there's a part where a cow comes running out of the dressing room and then runs back to check itself out in the mirror. And that looked like the spitting image of a far side comic strip. And then again, when um, there is a lady standing by the elevator and then some cows came out, but that lady looked like somebody I would have seen in the far side. And then at the point where there is that long sequence with the, the wolf puppet, like what was that It went on for like, 45 seconds, but that guy later flips a sign that says closed for Stampede, and that reminded me. So I wonder if those were all homages to the far side. I don't know. Maybe. It's possible. What do we have left? I think that's it. Yeah. I think we've hit all the high points. Well, that means that we uh, conclude by again reminding everyone, if you want to send us an email, that email address is
1: Callie
0: dot no that's not correct it is Callie and her dad at gmail dot com but we will go out as usual with Ferb's line
1: I reckon herding cattle ain't for city folk
0: do you want to say anything to end it (laughs) bye good enough